Pam, Pam, I have poopy. All right, welcome to another Indecorous podcast. Purveyors of fact, farce, and fucked up history join on this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. That's me. Bobby. Hi. And today our special guest, comedian Evan Pitfield. Hey, what's going on? And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. <laughs> all right, guys, we got a wonderful episode for you. Our lead topic this week, for anyone worrying about the coronavirus, we have some breaking good news to share. Did you just call it the coroner virus? I think I might have, yeah. There's got to be a lot of coroners getting the coronavirus, though, at some point, right? Don't you think? I would think so. Coroner coronavirus. Good for that business, for sure. Mm -hmm. Is there a coroner beer? I've not had that one. We'll let Bobby lead us off here. We got a little bit of good news to share. Help is on the way. All right. Christian prophet Cindy Jacobs reports that the coronavirus, quote, will cease worldwide, unquote, because the virus is now illegal in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank God. About time somebody (laughs) passed legislation. (laughs) So that's it. We can all go outside now. I can stop guzzling all this holy water. I've been (laughs) picked up a case of it at Costco. Again, I like that we record in advance and the podcast, it takes a while before they actually air. It would be hilarious if there's only about 10,000 surviving on earth and we're telling this joke right now. And it was all part of their doomsday bunker. So the joke's on it. And Uh this ends up being our posthumous podcast release. (laughs) Yeah, it also kind of goes against the whole free will theory right he's like you could do whatever you want but uh not coronavirus that shit ends today (laughs) yeah unless it's illegal do whatever you want but not if it's illegal well yeah and and, i mean honestly it's illegal in the name of jesus but if it was god's plan for all those people to die then what are you what are you doing (laughs) does anyone even have a copy of the plan or is it just like Like, give me the moving targets it's like no matter what happens it was part of the plan yeah did god print like a pdf that we could read or (laughs) so do we know what the basis of the illegality of coronavirus is we know what statue it's it's uh, a class one felony class one felony is that (laughs) right okay wow it's not even a misdemeanor i find it it weird that other viruses are legal but yeah this one yeah it's probably because it's chinese that's why it's illegal hiv was grandfathered in they're not yeah they're not about to poison us and make money off of it okay yeah, it's Chinese and its name is Corona, so clearly it has to be. It's illegal. too much diversity for. Yeah. Do you guys know who Cindy Jacobs is? Well, in case you don't know, she is a popular Christian prophet oh. and self described faith healer. She works with rich politicians, celebrities, and anyone with lots of money and protects them from witches and demons with her special brand of Christian magic. So by profit, you mean like P-R-O-F-I-T. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's amazing how often they misspell that word. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I could afford her magic services. I'm I'm always, I'm still like torn about people like this because obviously they, uh, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're profiteering off of dumb people. But then I'm also like, ah, fuck these dumb people. If you're still dumb (laughs) enough to believe in this horse shit, then maybe you don't deserve to have any money. Yeah, what what kind of degrees is DeVry University giving out nowadays? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I mean, a DeVry degree. DeVry degree. University. What the uh, DeVry University is much more credible than like Brigham Young or what's what is it? Liberty or something? Isn't that <laughs> another one of them? 
Isn't Liberty like wasn't that Jerry Falwell's? Jerry Liberty's Jerry Falwell's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's oh, still would, yeah, that's still yeah. something. If somebody showed me a University of Phoenix online degree, I'd be like, all right, we got a, a scholar here. I think it's funny. It says that she is a self-described faith healer. Yeah. Everyone else is like, none of us have ever called her that. Yeah, <laughs> we think she's a crazy bitch, but she says that she's a faith healer. Yeah, I mean, she's and, got it copyrighted and everything. Yeah, she's know? got a coat with it and you know. trademark. Listeners can't see it, but Prophet is in quotation marks because I imagine that's what she calls herself. But I actually saw this in the news the other day. They were doing a report on a fake psychic. Like, there is such a <laughs> yeah. thing as a real psychic. Right. A, <laughs> like, this fake psychic was scamming a bunch of people. Like, there is a fucking legit psychic out there that has a degree from, yeah, DeVry. <laughs> I don't know. They you, were really psychic. They're like, I predict that in 40 minutes, I'm going to take $50 from you, and I'm not going to give it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll have Evan take his own this last one here. Apparently, for every Christian prophet, there are at least a few dozen... I don't know if that's like a dozen or like a baker's dozen, but there's a few dozen amateurs trying to break into the game. See, it is a game. Uh, recently, <laughs> an Iowa man, Carl Stroud, who claimed to be God, was arrested after he tried to heal a man whom he believed was addicted to drugs by hitting him in the head with a steel rod. <laughs> um, so we're making progress. <laughs> right? He's, at least there's a few people out there that are not buying it. But police arrested Stroud, and despite his claims of divinity, they charge him with willful injury and assault. I just want to see this steel rod this dude just like had on him. Yeah, was as it a, rebar? Was it like, yeah, yeah. what did it look like? <laughs> He went down to Home Depot. He's like, hey, do you know what I'll steal rods around? I got to beat the shit out of this guy. He's uh, <laughs> he's taking drugs and, you know, I got to fix it. He's going to kill him. I got to beat the drug addiction out of him. <laughs> I wonder if he tried multiple rods. He's like, no, copper won't work. This yes. one's more magic. This just <laughs> sounds like a... It's a drug dealer who didn't get his money from the fucking drug addict, and <laughs> that's what you. he did. And then when the cops got him, I was like, ah, I'm just trying to fucking help him with <laughs> yeah. his addiction. The pleading crazy. It's a, a good way to get all of it. Yeah. And like yeah. at no point did anyone ask if the guy asked him to do that. <laughs> right. right. Like, what if the guy on drugs is like, just hit me with a fucking steel rod? And he's like, all right, I don't, I don't what if have it was one. his kink? It's like an S&M kind of <laughs> angle there. Yeah, that's what. That's the angle that we're taking. Maybe the guy <laughs> asked him to be hit in the head with a... Yeah, uh, well, excuse me if you're going to kink shame me. Violently murdering people with a steel rod is my kink. We right? were having sex long before you guys showed up. Well, wasn't there a guy years ago that went to jail? Some pastor or something went to jail because he smothered some child that was having a seizure as he was trying to, like, <laughs> exercise the demons or whatever the fuck he was doing? <laughs> A while ago, there was one of those boot camp places where they would take troubled children. Do you ever hear about that? Um, it was like birth therapy or something. They recreated your birth or some shit like that. You never heard about this? There would be like, they would, obviously, they can't put you back in your mom's vag. So they would just put them in a, like a bag. And they would have to like struggle to get out of the bag. Is this an escape it'd be, room? It'd be so forceful. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then and a kid died just asphyxiated from this fucking treatment that was supposed to make them. And then what do they say? Like one in 200 partial births happen? Oh, well. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's right. That's just God's will, I believe. That's what they fucking say every single time. Fucking amateurs. So, you know, we couldn't touch on religious nut jobs without talking about the original Christian nut job himself. Yeah, usually it's religious nut jobs that touch on others. <laughs> yeah. And of <laughs> course, we were talking about crazy Payback. Robertson. Pat Robertson. So, here's what. Bat shit crazy Pat's been up to lately. I'll let Bobby take his on this one. Just a few months ago, Pat Robertson warned his tinfoil-wearing loyal viewers that scientists are using aborted fetal tissue to create sentient mouse-human hybrids. That's exciting, isn't it? Oh. I don't even know why I'm asking, but did he ever explain why we would want sentient mouse-human hybrids? Yeah. <laughs> are these yeah. like uh, wireless mouse-human hybrids or wired mouse-human <laughs> 
I haven't like heard anything about his hijinks since he didn't he blamed Hurricane Katrina and New Orleans being gay or something. Yeah, they always do that. It's always always the gays' fault. It's like the gays are a fucking storm from the X Men. They control the weather. It's funny because like most people, we get canceled for saying shit like that. He just keeps getting more and more donations. And they keep bringing his crazy yeah. you know, ass out in a wheelchair and he just keeps rambling senselessly. Yeah, I know. Well, That's why I'm saying this. Like, I don't know if I should feel sorry for these people or just be like, yeah, fuck it. If you're that dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see the tinfoil wearing. I think of the guy from uh, Better Call Saul where he like can't go outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. fully covered in tinfoil or whatever. Yeah, he can't. He or was something. allergic to electricity. <laughs> Don't never afraid to throw out a Hitler reference to the 89-year-old Robertson went on to say, quote, our government is spending $120 million to try to turn dead baby body parts into this ungodly abomination. Even Adolf Hitler didn't do anything as evil as this. <laughs> so I guess, I guess one human-mouse hybrid equals... Seven million Jews? Is that the what the math <laughs> yeah, is? Yeah, right yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. formula. That's the same math I had on my little cheat sheet. Also, here. like, yeah. and I don't remember this for sure, but I think when Hitler killed the Jews, they were alive originally. Yeah, that's, like this says that's dead, a great point. This says dead baby parts; they're dead already. So. They're actually bringing mice to life. Yeah, if you yeah, can make yeah. a bunch of Mickey mice out of some uh, <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that yeah, but it's just going yeah. to waste. Yeah, but if you do, they all have to have blonde hair and blue eyes. Otherwise, like, <laughs> we're not we're not making. Well, some yeah, I mean, I, shit, I pure you know. mice. Yeah, that was implied, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Evan can take it. Someone this last one here. <laughs> After complaining about this so-called evil hundred million dollar government experiment, the Seven Hundred Club promptly asked for donations in their very next segment. Annually, the 700 Club takes in around $50 million a year in donations from low IQ suckers that can't differentiate senile rants of a crazy man from reality. And at this point, it's really hard to differentiate Alex Jones from evangelicals from The Onion. I mean, it's all kind of the same. What the fuck are they? I mean, very difficult to tell the difference. It's like, what is that? Somebody's law from the internet that gets to the point where you can't even tell what's satire and what isn't? I thought they like always went back to like some Hitler reference. That, that's that another a, law, yeah, okay. but so that's one law. The other law is well, apparently that Look, coronavirus. Hey, I, I just learned that the coronavirus is illegal. Yeah, so yeah. well, I'm that's not, another no, law. But so there is called, a name it's called Pose Law. Pose Law. Pose Law. Yes, yeah, pose and law. it's basically that it gets so absurd that at some point you can't even tell. Yeah, you can't tell parody from fact. It's just it could be anything. Right. I do got to bash the writer here though. It says, oh, here we go. Yeah, it says annually fifty million dollars a year. It's like yeah, yeah that's redundant. Every 12 months. <laughs> Every 12 months. Every 365 annually, days. They have $50 million a year. I almost said And I was like, oh, that's a different club. I, I was just going to say, I don't think we should besmirch the good name of Alex Jones compared to <laughs> <laughs> Robertson. Yeah, we shouldn't offend Alex Jones with this. Do we know, because I've wondered this, I probably should have looked this up at some point, but why is it the 700 Club? Do we know this? Because it started uh, with 700 idiots. And and that's the original 700? Yeah. I will say this. They're getting $50 million a year for saying a bunch of bullshit, and we're up to, what, $20 a month on our Patreon? <laughs> Are we that much? We need, we need to spread more lies. And yeah, we need, that's what we need to do. We need to... Fearmonger it, more. I thought it was 700 Club because they all watched 300 two and a third times. <laughs> okay. I can't. That's too much math for me to I do. I could be wrong. <laughs> Yeah, let's. Why don't we have? They're like, this is donations, please. So leave your money with us. You're so obsessed with sauce, Ian, and no sauce on 700 Club. Ah, dude. <laughs> I, I, I think sauceless. I should know this. Club. I think your hot take was so dead on that there needs to be no further sauce. <laughs> yeah, 700 right. original suckers. 
Alright guys, moving on to our indecorous life hacks of the week. We scraped the bowels of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. To set your moral compasses south and join us on this special edition of Indecorous Life Hacks. Alright, we'll have Bobby take this first one here. Make your hearing aid commercials very quiet so people buy your product. Okay, you made your commercial really, but then everything else is still going to be as loud as everything yeah. else. They're just not going to hear what you're selling. You're just, yeah. <laughs> that one thing, you're just going to get the hearing aid just so like, I can hear every single commercial except this one. I'm just going to get a hearing <laughs> aid so I can hear what they're fucking saying in this particular one. I could see someone slapping their TV because they think there's something wrong with it. Because <laughs> everything before it like it was fine, and then this commercial comes on, and they're like, "What's going on?" You'd be like, sort of, you're like with the angry host that just like, "Hey asshole, you can't hear me, can you? <laughs> Didn't think so. You probably can't tell what I'm saying because you can't hear. You need to buy this shit right here. You know, as long as you got a little sass to it, that can maybe work." You got the ShamWow guy on get that shit. ShamWow guy, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna love my hearing aids. I think they should do like they do with every other product and try and use sex to sell hearing aids. <laughs> Yeah. Do you like to fuck? Do you like to do you like to hear when you're fucking? Buy our hearing aids now. We have small ones for the kids. Right, Carlos can take us on this next one here. Oh nice. If you have a newborn baby, try to teach it to say the other parent's name first, Dada or Mama. Then whenever the child is upset or needs something, they will call for your partner, not you. Saving you a lot of hassle, especially at night. As, as a bonus, you'll probably seem very altruistic for teaching your child your partner's name instead of your own, as many people want their name to be baby's first word and actively try to teach theirs I, uh, first. I see an obvious loophole with this life hack. So uh, if you have two dads, uh, oh, it just doesn't work. Yeah, so this is so yeah, this, mm -hmm. Yep. But for hetero couples, I mean, this, I'm not saying I do. But this saying, only if you do, only works for nice Christian couples. But this would work out well because called you, honey. I don't want to show up and change his diaper and betray his trust. You'd have to just go by first name, like Brian or something. <laughs> you know. Kid's first word is Pam. <laughs> Pam, Pam, I have poopy. Buying toilet paper, buy eggs too, so people think you're planning a vandalism instead of letting people know you use toilet paper. Does anyone else ever have this complication where, like, you're going to go buy something that's personal <laughs> masturbation product or, or something that's a little. Something Wait, what personal masturbation products are you buying? Dude, you're, buying you're buying a 36 pack for masturbation? Like, like lubes, condoms, like weird shit. They yeah. sell vibrators at Walmart, for Christ's sake. They don't have my favorite brand of rubber fist. <laughs> so back in the day, I used to have to go out and buy a lube occasionally, and I'm Wait, just going to for go masturbating. You bought like yeah. you had specialty well, lube. What do you mean back in the day? Are you just like self lubricated now? You don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are you immune to dryness? What the fuck happened? Man? I, I evolved. I became a dry guy. I'm much yeah. better. I'm much more evolved. Dry guy. He's a raw dog. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> but back before I was a dry guy, I used to have to do this shit. Like you filthy fuckers. I, I would just I would play it off by getting like weird shit. I get like cat litter. I duct tape. I get some staples so people would not be paying attention to the lube so much but it would always backfire spectacularly they'd look at me with even more the, judgment uh, this one time I, I sometimes like i know what you're talking about it's like weird so sometimes i like to exploit it this one time i bought condoms and if it's ever like a sexual thing they always put it in the bag like real fast they don't yeah. have to talk about it but i was like hey can you take those back out real quick and he's like what the the fruit i'm like no the the condoms he's like oh uh, yeah okay and i was like so i just want to ask this question on the package it's a 12-pack, and it says triple tested. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, so 
So have people already put their dicks in here? <laughs> You're asking the cashier? And, the yeah, cashier he's, he's, he's just laughing. He's called a cashier? Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked Ari Kashir. Uh, Ari Kashir. But no, there's 12. Con- and I'm like, there's 12, and it says triple tested. So is that like 36 individual penises, or is it the same? <laughs> is it the, the same, same three? three times? And like, what is they just do they even use it, or they just put it on? And they're like, good. Then the guy, he's like both nervous and cracking up. And I'm like, I'm still going to buy him. I just prefer to know. I mean, you're selling them as new, and... <laughs> they say that they're tested, bro. <laughs> you know, like I don't. I don't think he's in on the manufacturing process, though. You don't think? You don't think the guy? At Reddit I don't, I don't think he is on the. I don't think he's actually doing the test work himself. So Fifteen guys can jizz in the condom and it doesn't break. Then they take the jizz out and sell and it. Yeah, they, they, they put they in the dishwasher, rinse it out. <laughs> hey guys, please follow us on Patreon. If you have a couple bucks you can throw our way, we'd love to have you as one of our Patreon sponsors. We have all kinds of bonus content on Patreon. You get episodes a week in advance from the regular ones. And we're posting all kinds of bonuses every week, like a segment we had to cut out from the episode 13 with Herbie Gill. We had a whole full segment that we had to cut out. We have outtake and an extra Pornhub comment from uh, the episode we did with Kevin Delgado. We have a full interview with Sean Kovacs. We have a full interview with Spencer Taylor that we redacted a lot because that one was like 15 minutes long. But Jake Manning episode. Jake Manning. We have the full, if you're yeah. into wrestling and the whole $5 wrestling promotion, we have a long interview that's available on our Patreon. We have a full interview with Devin Penniger from our Valentine's Day episodes where he talks about being an assistant. To a dominatrix. To a dominatrix. Also, that's another thing that we had to cut down for time for the actual episode that aired. But the full interview is on our Patreon. We have a PBR session with Paul Hooper. What's PBR, Ian? Piss Break Riff. Piss so Break Riff. Every time we do one of these bad boys, weak bladder Bobby over there oh, <laughs> leaves man. the room and we start a wily fucking unstructured convo and those are always Jim Dandies. Yep, and actually this one, I'll take the blame on that one. That was me going to piss. <laughs> <laughs> because when I came back, Paul was telling tales out of school about when we lived together in New York City <laughs> that I had to clarify. <laughs> We have bonus interview with Herbie Gill. We already mentioned Herbie, but we actually did a whole interview with Herbie where he talks about... He Shane Gillis, Shane right? Shane Gillis. Because yeah. he knows Shane Gillis, and this is when all that stuff happened, when Shane Gillis got booted from SNL, so we talked about all that. For telling it like it is? For telling it like it is, about Celestials. <laughs> and... We have a whole full segment, actually two segments that we had to cut out from our episode, Joe Zimmerman, our old pal. We had to cut a couple of segments out for time. Those are also available on Patreon. So there's all kinds of things that you can get on Patreon. If even at the $3 level, you're still going to get a lot of bonus stuff. If you can throw us more money, that'd be great too. But if you can just throw us three bucks, we'd be grateful for that as well. And if you know an out-of-work infomercial pitchman that could <laughs> read these for yes, us. Yes, yes. <laughs> if, you, if you know the sham wow guy please send him our way <laughs> yeah if you're a necromancer and you can get billy mays on the case you <laughs> can entice him with some cocaine all right moving on to our main topic dark histories of our favorite corporate overlords this week we are doing quaker oats a fancy-ass brand with a fancy little man with a scarf and a wig and a little hat. This is the dark history of Quaker Oats. Let Bobby lead us off here.
The Quaker Oats Company was formed in 1901 after 10 different struggling oat milling companies merged to better convince people that they should be eating a livestock feed instead of normal human food. Hmm. Prior to this PR stunt, mostly just horses were eating oats. Human consumption of cereal was still a novelty. Most people were only eating bacon, sausage, eggs, and milk for breakfast. So this is an odd Hail Mary from half court, but 10 companies that were going out of business figured they could trick people into actually eating animal feed, and they were right. Oh. And we have cereal because of this. Before this, people didn't, didn't eat any kind of cereal? Uh, it was just livestock feed. I'm going to go on a whim here and say that if somebody told me that Cinnamon Toast Crunch was animal feed, I'd still eat it. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe in 1901 they didn't have that shit. So by this, does this mean that like in 100 years we'll be eating cat food and dog food too? <laughs> oh, someone's going to find a way to fucking get us eating Eventually. cat food for sure. They're going to be like, it's vegan or something. We should invest in animal food. It's gluten-free, it's vegan, it's no GMOs, and then people are just going to be like, fuck it, this is the best perfect food. And it's going to cost 10 times more. Prior to 1901, the company was called the American Cereal Company. They ultimately settled on the name Quaker to pander to religious people and discourage atheists and Satanists from buying their horse cereal. They felt religious alienation was good branding. Was that a big thing? A lot of atheists and Satanists buying products <laughs> oh, bro. in the 1901? Yeah. There probably weren't a lot of people that were out of the closet with that kind of stuff, but apparently there was a lot of people that just vilified this. They were afraid that you were going to eat babies if you were a Satanist or an atheist. I mean, that would have been ballsy as fuck. I mean, it's still going to get a lot of flack for being an atheist or Satanist today, right. let alone probably- coming out as an atheist and Satanist in 1901. <laughs> Yeah, over some cereal too, right? So they decided to go with the Quaker route, which, I mean, if you, you guys know about Quakers. They were the first religious denomination of Christianity to do the little shaking, having seizures kind of stuff. Oh, hence Quaker. Yeah, yeah. Even in 1901, were there a bunch of Quakers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think okay. it goes back to the 1600s, actually, is whenever they started. It was like Europe. I mean, this is like a maybe right. maybe like an early first-gen okay. American settler kind of situation. I've just never been like talking religion with somebody, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a Quaker. Yeah, it de- seems very derogatory. It should be like Quaker. Right? Yeah. Yeah, their, their particular yeah. school of religious thought was it silly shit in this book is true. Okay, anyway. The Quaker Oats was the first to invent the idea of putting prizes in their packaging for people oh. to find as a surprise. But instead of toys, they put in small pieces of china and dishware. This backfired because tiny plates and cups would often break and crumble Jesus. in transit, and people would end up swallowing these pieces accidentally. Good grief. Yeah, so basically only the Satanists were left alive. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. It's like, oh man, my surprise again is a lacerated colon. <laughs> yeah, it's weird too. It's like, yeah, we don't want anybody who doesn't believe in a god to consume this product, but it's totally fine to have tons of high fructose corn syrup in here <laughs> and fucking murder everybody. And then Cracker Jacks got in the game, and then all the children's cereals got in the game. But first generation of this was just like, break your teeth on fucking some beat up plates and shit. What? How big was this <laughs> packaging that they were able to hide any more than like a cappuccino yeah. cup? I- I'm waiting for it to say like, it confused everybody. People are like, yeah, I usually just eat the toy and save the food. <laughs> I mean, it, it almost sounds like somebody, you know, was like, hey, Dan, you were supposed to bring the prizes for this. And he just had his coffee mug handy. <laughs> Maybe that was the thing is you'd have to keep buying more Quaker oats so you can put all the pieces together and, and form them. Yet. Yeah. And then yeah. form them into an actual plate or cup or something. Like the me- <laughs> like the megazord of prices. like well like like the old uh, Monopoly game. Yeah. You just got to get all the pieces, oh, yeah. and then you get a full fucking coffee cup. I still don't understand how they would even tell who atheists or Satanists were. I guess that's how cartoonish they thought they were. Like if oh if yeah. a Satanist they're gonna show up with horns and a Hoobie red hooves. tail and 
Yeah. And a fucking pentagram on their chest. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. even a hot topic in 1990. Yeah, that's right. Where, where do you get all your Satanist wear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah where, where do you shop? There wasn't even Amazon. There wasn't even metal detectors. So how do they know what anyone was carrying? Uh, we knew it didn't rock. I'm just thinking about how awesome Satanism cereal as a brand would be. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You'd get like a metal CD in there. You know, you get like a Molly Crew. Did wow. they have slogans? They're like, hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers, and Satan. Yeah, like uh, cloven hooves <laughs> is marshmallows. <laughs> Yeah. Satan Oats. <laughs> With a hole in Oats. Beelzebub above Oats. In 1949, Quick Roats got a rare opportunity to partner with MIT and participate in a human study that would help to prove that their food was just as healthy as their top competitor, Cream of Wheat. The only catch was that they had to poison the food with radioactive calcium and iron. Most companies would draw a line in the sand and say that such a study was immoral, but Quaker Oats drew the line slightly different and rationalized that they could do the study if MIT would use orphans. Yeah, that's so, the legal workaround. They're like, well, look, we're not using real people. <laughs> They're orphans. That's yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just really like the whole beginning of this is like, you need to get these crazy Satanists and atheists out of here. And then each fact that we read... It's like, uh, actually, they're the innocent people, it seems. So. <laughs> yeah. You're killing orphans over a cream of wheat competition. It's like, at least it wasn't for sport. They're doing it for little science studies so they can get sort of a <laughs> little healthy food label put on their shit. I don't get why they have to put radioactive calcium and iron on food. So the study was basically, is again, you know, 1940s, a little bit quack science going on there, but they thought uh-huh. that they could put all this toxic shit in the food, mm-hmm. but if the food was really super good for you and awesome, that you just wouldn't die from the, the radiation. <laughs> God damn. But if it was like, you know, a bloody steak or some fucking sugary bullshit, then yeah, you'd probably go down. But I mean... Like this shit is so good that it'll keep you safe from radioactive elements. And they were like, that sounds awesome. Because again, they were up against cream of wheat. And I mean, cream of wheat you don't fuck with, you know. So they were like, we need some real serious people to sign off on this shit. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you get a bunch of snake handlers starting a food company. Bobby can take us on this next one here. So the team selected a state-run school for abandoned boys in Massachusetts where the orphans were often starved as punishment. 74 boys ages 10 to 17 volunteered for the study after the team sweetened the deal by creating a fake science club for them and after promising to take them to a few baseball games. The only catch was now these orphans were going to be fed radioactive material. Seems like a fair trade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the orphans, they didn't quite know what was going on here at all. So it was like baseball games. And I heard there was like some Mickey Mouse paraphernalia involved <laughs> also. They were just happy to be getting three square meals a day of this fucking poisonous shit. I think that's what inspired the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, I don't have any parents and, um, you know, I'm eating this radioactive material, but there's a prize inside you guys. <laughs> I get a bouncy yeah, ball. Yeah. yeah, they should have just made the prize radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice, awesome, glowing prize. Yeah. You wouldn't accidentally eat it? Plutonium with every Quaker Oats. Crack. Collect them all and make your own dirty bomb. <laughs> Collect them all and still don't have any parents. <laughs> so you better like those toys because that's all you got. After most of the orphans died and nearly 50 years later, Lady Justice did prevail. And a few remaining living orphans won a lawsuit in 1995 and won an apology from the company. Well, that's all you can ask for, really. (laughs) Oops. But Quaker Oats wasn't found criminally liable or faced any federal fines. Why would they? So for anyone concerned about the greater good or what really matters, their stock price didn't take a hit or anything, at least. Yeah, I guess it pays off to shun the Satanists. I, I just love the idea of going to court every day. There's this years of grueling litigation and they... Finally, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> you know, things yeah. the orphans die, but a handful of them that survive, they think they're going to get their comeuppance and their retribution. They're just like, yep, our bad. 
Yeah. yeah. It's just what? a legal document that literally just says, my bad, signed by the CEO of Quaker Oats. <laughs> and, then they, and then they bill them for their legal fees. That was $43 million apology. That's what they do. It's like, you know what? Because we poisoned you, you know what? All those Quaker Oats on us. You don't even have to pay us back for all those Quaker Oats. Yeah, wait, but you don't believe in Satan, do you? Because then you can't have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After killing a bunch of orphans with no consequences, Quaker Oats was feeling godlike and decided to up the ante and use a cancer-causing ingredient, glyphosate, in its farming process. The same active ingredient found in the chemical weed killer Roundup, which was recently ordered to pay $300 million in fines for causing cancer in a bunch of people. Because of this, virtually all their products have been identified as very likely carcinogenic <laughs> by the World Health Organization. But cheaper farming equals more profits, and people are too dumb to read what the World Health Organization thinks, especially fat kids eating their sugary cereals. To be honest, I've never had Quaker Oats, but what other products do Same they have? Best. Is it just Quaker Oats? What they else? have like little snacky bars, like oat-filled candy bar things. Cheesy Poofs? Cheesy Poofs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, the, that's the devil snack. So, I mean, they're, they're kind of like the parent company of Basic Four is probably one of their, have one you of had, their shits. Have you had Roundup? It tastes just like that. I've had Roundup. Roundup's okay, delicious. so it's just yeah. like Roundup. Exactly. It's just like a more wholesome version of Roundup. It's like Roundup with milk. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like Roundup on the rocks. <laughs> it's, like, it's like wound up dead, I think is what it is. The Life Cereal, Mother's Natural Food. Okay. Uh, Mr. T Cereal, that was one of theirs. Mr. T Cereal? Mr. T Cereal was one of theirs. <laughs> like yeah. Mr. Yeah. T from the A-Team? I, I pity the fool that puts milk in first and then yeah. cereal. <laughs> I pity the fool that gets cancer from eating these oats. <laughs> <laughs> I pity the food. <laughs> All right, so Evan, take us home here. Oh man, I'm I'm just really shocked that these dates are getting like close. I thought this was all just a hundred years ago. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, in 1997, Quaker Oats paid off the FDA and requested permission to advertise that including oats in a balanced, low-fat diet could help reduce the risk of heart disease, uh, not cancer, but heart disease. Now, this was the first mm-hmm. known case where the FDA let a company put such a label on a food product. And people began believing that oats were magic, and this led to record sales in 1999, 21 years ago. That's when everybody was partying. Yeah. Yeah, this is back in like the Sega Dreamcast Like it was that year. Yeah, throw caution to the wind and eat Uh oats. Apparently, soon after that, other brands found success by paying off the FDA to get approval to make wild claims. Makes sense. Today, this practice is so prolific that the impact of health claim labeling is no longer automatically trusted. So we have to go with the FDA's little approval labels, Alex Jones, The Onion, and Evangelical Christians. It's a toss-up. <laughs> Who's telling the truth here? Who's making yeah. up shit? So quick, how do they pay off the FDA? They just donated a bunch of money to oh, yeah, 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 politicians just, so they could... Yeah, they're like, you got some orphans you want killed. We'll take care of them for you. And then they fucking uh, were like, all right, you get your fucking little special label. There was like an orphan who's, problem. Who's working? Right? So that's how we solve the orphan overpopulation problem? Is they're putting an orphan in every box of oats? That's the, that's the prize, actually. They're just yeah. running rampant in the streets. Yeah, now raise him until he's 18. Support, support local. I just like, this makes me think, has no one ever been checked at the FDA? Who are these people? <laughs> they're the they're the they're, moral authority for us all. Yeah, yeah. What what does like an interview look like for someone who's trying to work? work at the FDA. They're like, hey, uh, are you a gigantic piece of shit? Are you willing to take bribes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, If I were to ask you to hide a group of dead orphans, but I had $100,000 in a duffel bag, what would you do? I really wish life was more like comic books and we really did have a super race of orphans now that had mutant powers and just fucking... Just like killing people with box ops and stuff. took their revenge on the FDA and Quaker Oats and like they'd be our overlords right now as all the orphans from the 1950s that got mutant powers. 
<laughs> or they just had boring jobs and were living normal lives. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, glowing. That's, well, that's one way, but just yeah, glow in the dark. So today, Quakeroots, they're enjoying their merger with PepsiCo back in the early 2000s and their shitloads of money they've made from deceiving people with their fake labels. And I guess what we've learned from this is if you need Rank to do coke. something that's shady and it's against your moral standards, you can always just say, well, as long as it's orphans and then just fucking go do it anyway. I think all I learned is drink Coke. <laughs> that's our new sponsor is Coke. That's why we're doing all this anti-Pepsi <laughs> shit now. Moving on to our final topic of the week. Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find the most amazing Pornhub comments. Noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you guys the best Pornhub comments of the week. An exciting announcement to make. We are now officially on motherfucking Pornhub. Yeah! User indecorous comedy is out there serving up the fucking... Bassiest Pornhub comments, and we've actually dropped an exclusive indecorous video for the good folks over at Pornhub, so uh, everyone go check that out. Yeah, pretty Is soon it, we're going to have a premium Snapchat as well. I kind of like the orphan videos on Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> that's my... That's my go-to my category. <laughs> my I like orphan. That's my tag of choice. Orphan is good, but Quaker Oat Orphan, that's the subcategory you really yeah. want to check out. <laughs> Wife fucks Quaker. All right, so Bobby can lead us off here. Quaker, I barely know her. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is from Tig101. Dude, I can't even beat my dick without feeling uncomfortable when my dog looks at me. These motherfuckers are going at it with the dog right there. LOL. What is the masturbatory etiquette around pets? You guys got some opinions on this? It just sounds like this guy needs a new dog. <laughs> yeah, his dog's a perv. Dog's I, broke. I thought a good the dog would not judge you. Was like if they stare for more than three seconds, it's consent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just concerned about how lame the porn is that his attention is diverted to his pet. You know, like why? Why? Like he has to make eye contact with his pet. He yeah. should just stay watching the porn. You know. Yeah, if he was really engaged, he wouldn't even see the outside world. Maybe there's like a commercial and he's like, all right, what do I do now? You know. I think what would be worse though is what if the dog's staring at you and then it starts jerking off? Right? <laughs> or it starts you know dry humping your leg and wants to join in. Not even it. dry humping, dude. Just like starts jerking himself off, which is something you never yeah. see a dog do. <laughs> he's just like, I don't even have a posable thumb. Yeah, he just yeah. Yeah, he gets thumbs all of a sudden. Yeah. I'd high five that dog afterwards, though. Or you're like, yeah, it was weird because the other day my pet was like watching me while I was jerking off. But here's the thing. That was the biggest load I ever had in my life. So I don't, I don't know if there's like an inadvertent now you, effect. Now you need that every time. Yeah. yeah. He's dog. a service animal, literally. <laughs> or what if the dog takes a shit while you're jerking off, and then now it can only shit while you're jerking off. So you got to start jerking <laughs> off just to make your dog shit. And you've created some Pavlov's bill yeah. butterfly effect. That's the only way thing. it can shit is by watching you jerk off. And then you have to do it in public and you get arrested and your <laughs> dog is constipating. Every time I watch a blowjob, I try my best to imagine a girl sucking my dick, but I end up imagining I'm the one sucking dick. <laughs> wait, wait. Did Carlos write this? All right. And now for the comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually from I'm Lost Help. Is <laughs> the person that wrote this. Man, this guy seems very lost. Holy shit. Yeah, no, he's he's not lost. He seems pretty certain about what he wants here. That would suck though. I mean, if you just can't really get in the zone and every time you start fantasizing it just comes right back up on you, wabam, and now I you're mean, the subject yeah, of fun. But I mean, one doesn't have to exclude the other. You could still <laughs> suck the dude's dick while some chick sucks your dick, and which makes it I yeah. guess fifty percent less like gay. We get it. Thing. You went to college. <laughs> 
but also like once again i guess this guy is just not like no they don't seem like they're into the porn man like is this every time i watch a blowjob I try to imagine, like, why is he imagining? Yeah. He has the shit right in front of him. Like, yeah, that's what the video is for. We, we used to have to imagine when we didn't have the videos. Yeah. This guy's spoiled and he doesn't even know what to do with it. Ridiculous, man. I'm not inviting this guy to my birthday party. This shit's in HD now. There's hours and hours of porn and the guy's like, yeah, let me use my imagination. <laughs> it's like, well, then stop hogging the fucking bandwidth for everyone else who doesn't have an imagination. It says, remember once when my dad gave me money to pay the electricity bill but instead, I bought a raffle ticket for a brand new car. <laughs> when I got home, I explained to my dad what I did, and he beat the crap out of me. But the next day, <laughs> the next day, when my dad woke up and opened the, the door outside my house, is a brand new car. We all cried, especially me, because the car was from the electricity company. They were there to cut off the electricity. My dad beat the crap out of me again. <laughs> this is just this guy's open mic. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I found. Some of these Pornhub comments says like, I can't make it out to the open mic tonight. Let me just post it on Pornhub. <laughs> Let's see how this works out. Yeah, let me do a loose five on Pornhub. <laughs> you got to comment on it. Who books this? Yeah. And anything about getting beat up by their dad, that's kind of on brand for a Pornhub comment. So people are jacking off to this and enjoying it. Someone's like, video or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of guy that goes and looks at incest porn. He's like, I'll show you, dad. I'm fucking yeah. mom. <laughs> That'd be weird if someone had that exactly as a porn. Yeah. Like where it's some, <laughs> yeah. it's some kid trying to have sex with his dad. Abused son fucks it, mom despite dad. Because of car <laughs> from electricity bill company. And you know how porns just have like two seconds of story. And then so it'd be like, hey, so uh, I heard that uh, you pay the electricity bill. And he's like, well, actually, there's a new car out front. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to fuck you. You know how this goes. Rules are rules. He just take, he just rules, are rules. You know not to do that, son. His belt's coming off. And, and somehow there's a way to justify the DP scenario where the fucking <laughs> apprentice shows up and have to go with the DP on that. People are like looking in. They're like, is that guy fucking his son? And then people are like, yeah, but is that a new Corvette? <laughs> I imagine there's got to be a, some variation of this same thing like we, we had with the last comments where it's just, ah, every time I watch Son Fucks Mom, I just picture my dad sucking my dick. <laughs> <laughs> just can't get that out of my head. I love yeah. my dad so much. And then my dog's staring at me. Well, this might be a high spot for us. This has been a lot of fun. So Evan, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, this kid's asshole. Oh, <laughs> damn. I mean, he's just wasting his money on a fucking rat. I mean, he did get a new car, but... I walked right into that one. Uh, I just have trouble watching, because every time I watch it, I just think of me blowing some guy, like that one guy. <laughs> yeah, I just don't have any imagination, you know? <laughs> every time I watch porn, I always picture Evan blowing a guy. <laughs> every time I watch porn, I have the volume way too loud, and I get kicked out of the library. <laughs> but their Wi-Fi is so fast. So uh, I have a website that's currently down. It's just my name, EvanPitfield.com. I'm on Facebook as the same person. There's a little series that my buddy Brian and I do, and we landed on the name Dork Collective. D-O-R-K-C-O-L-L and the rest. Yeah. And dork is like a whale penis, right? That's that's what the. It's funny, actually. We thought about maybe the logo literally being us as the head of a whale penis. <laughs> Dude, that's killer. Yeah, I mean, in this case, I guess the whale is gonna have two dicks. The whale is like whale, like a water whale, like W E L L. Like shamu, yeah. No. Wait, what? Like a water whale. Oh, what? Oh, well. <laughs> I thought you well, said like a, like a, no, like a water whale that has a penis. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to be very clear to the graphic designer that we want like a, 
a blue whale with like the animal from the sea. Correct. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll end up with like the you know what I'm talking about. Like no, now I know. It's just like a bucket water. coming up with a dick in it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, two dicks. Oh, so sorry. It's a bucket full of dicks. Dick. Such dick. an obvious oversight. We didn't do any of this. <laughs> That's why you got to come up with an easy name like indecorous entercation. <laughs> yeah. Something or that just rolls out, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Something everyone can spell. Kick ass. Carlos, Bobby, you guys got anything? Well, my fans. I don't know if I mentioned this before. They're the real MVPs. Bobby, he needs any catchphrases this week? Hold on, wait for it. Wife her up! Wife her up! <laughs> Bobby G. Satan.